Welcome to the England Rugby Pod. Thanks for downloading episode 85. It's the first test in England's three-test series down in South Africa, and we're hoping for a big win to kickstart their return. You're listening to the England Rugby Pod, the rugby podcast that believes England will win the World Cup in 2019. Hey guys, uh, welcome to game day. It's uh, test number one out of three. We're obviously down in South Africa. We're not, but uh, the England team are. And I'm joined, of course, by Dan. Hi, mate. Hi, mate. Yeah, unfortunately, we're not. So talk me through. Where's your head at, mate? What are you thinking? Uh, I'm still feeling pretty confident. Um, Don't really know why. Um, Just a a feeling. But uh, I think, you know, we discussed it at length uh, earlier in the week. Um, and yeah, you know, I think the more I think about it, you know, we discussed the, we looked at the team, we were pretty happy with the 15, other than the Mike Brown situation, but we have a theory on that. Um, and we were pretty happy with the finishers in the forwards. Uh, it's just that, it's that uh, centre combination. Pretty furious with the that, finishers that we're in the back. a bit confused about, but, um, but that aside, I think, you know, I think it's a strong side going out on the pitch to start the game. Um, and I think, you know, the most important guys, given what happened in the Six Nations, is going to be those back row guys and, and that ability to compete at the breakdown. And I think we've got that in, um, both starting on the well, pitch and coming on and finishing. So, Yeah, exactly, mate. So, I, like I've, I've said to you before, like any England rugby game, I'm, my head's normally, I just want us to win. I, I don't care how we get there as long as we win. But today, I, it's actually slightly different. So you're saying about back row, I really want Tom Curry to make that seven shirt his own starting today. Um, I really want him to, you know, put out the marker saying, I'm your man for the World Cup. Yeah. I want to see Elliot Daly do that as well at 15. Let's, let's stop this bullshit about what's going on at 15. Let's let Elliot Daly Own take charge shirt. of that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's a, that's a great shout. Um, and I also, I want to see Marrow back to his old self. I want to see him whooping. I want to see him you know, fist pumping, like he's been doing with Saracens. Yeah, we want to see a bit um, of, yeah, just a bit of sort of, uh, what's, what's the word, you know, just passion that maybe... Joie de vie. Why not, yeah. Um, but, you know, something that, that was, just seemed not. a little bit missing in the Six Nations. But like you say, it, it's yeah. there in, in um, at club level. So uh, I agree. I think we want to see that. Obviously, the win is key as well. Um, but I think they've got that. I think, as in, you know, they're perfectly capable of going out there and winning... Um, these games, I think they're the strongest side. Um, yeah, it's a close one, mate. South Africa have got a good side out. They're like like Pastor Clark, Willie Larue. Well, interesting that you said. So I ran a Twitter poll. Uh, just ran it this morning. Um, Ninety-one of you got involved. I say of you. Maybe you weren't listeners, but um, if you're not, get get listening. But yeah, ninety-one people, and the results came back. Three percent said they thought it'd be a draw. Forty-eight percent said South Africa to win. Forty-nine percent England to win. So, so, so that's quite interesting on a mainly English audience. We, we, well, we assume mainly English, but this is on Twitter, so it, it, it may well be that all the staffers have seen that I'm running the poll and gone, that, I'm having my say. It's Twitter box. Is that also outside of England? It's, it's it, they, believe it or not, it's all around the world. Wow! I know. Wow! I know. We we should really show it to you one day. How times change. <laughs> yeah, you no longer have to send up smoke signals. Anyway. Uh, yeah, are you are you still feeling England have got the got the edge, or, or has my Twitter poll got uh, no, you thinking? No, no, no. 
I'm, I'm still thinking England win. Uh, I can't remember what I said. I think I said 25-21. Something and like I'm that, sticking, yeah, yeah I'm sticking, sticking to similar scoreline to that. Yeah, I'm happy with mine. I think I, I think I said seven, uh, twenty six, seventeen, seventeen. I think, yeah, and I'm and I'm sticking with that too. But um, okay, so what, guys? What we obviously this is you know our first live episode since the Six Nations. I say live; it's obviously our version of a live episode. You won't hear it until after the game's finished. But we're going to bring you um, our sort of first half analysis at half time. Um, and then we'll do our, our kind of roundup of the game at full time. So at least you kind of get a, a different opinion um, rather than us waiting to the end of the game. And then I think everyone tends to have the same sort of opinion at the end of the match. Copy what the uh, pundits say in the studio. Exactly. Um, so this way you just get a slightly more accurate uh, reflection of, of what we're thinking about how things are going. Um, so hopefully you enjoy listening to these. Um, we, we're going to keep this part of it pretty short because actually we've covered most of the build up uh, in our last episode. Um, but uh, but it's going to be a good game. It's it's England's chance, as we said last week, to to kind of stamp out you know any ideas that they're losing their way. To, to, that Eddie Jones, you know, is no longer the hero we once thought he was, which I, I think is crazy because you still have to look at the you know okay we've had a bad 2018, but that's because we had a bad Six Nations. Simple as that. Um, if we can put that behind us and get back into winning form, there's plenty of games left this year to turn that around, and uh, and there's no reason why. They can't do it. So, um, yeah, big, like big, it. big day. Uh, so, yeah, guys, we're going to leave you with the anthem so that you can enjoy the start yeah. of this game the same way we're going to, even though you've probably already watched it and listened to these once. Um, but that's just what we do. Yeah, let's hope the red rose can blossom again. Ooh. God, I'm a douche. I'm yes, such a douche. Guys, on that, on, that note, on that note, we'll leave you with this. Hey guys, uh, Dan, what the fuck's going on? Mate, that, that, mate, that's my question to you, mate. I, I don't know how this happened. Okay, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm struggling to even follow it at the moment. South Africa are rapid. Like, I don't just mean how fast the players are, but just the speed of the game. They suddenly turn it on. When, when, this just looks like, you know, young kind of sevens players chucking the ball around and they don't really know what's going on. And then it all started to come together. And the, the pace is, is electric. And England have just been kind of... You know, they went from a twenty it was twenty four three. They got twenty four three, yeah. Um, and just suddenly they just can't can't keep up with it all. Um, why why are we suddenly so loose? What what happened? What changed to make us? Well, okay, so I've got a few. Th- just before this, we said, well, you said what you wanted to see was Daly own the fifteen shirt and Curry own the seven shirt. I can't say much about Curry because I, I, to be honest, I haven't seen a huge amount from him yet. Um, and, da- and Elliot Daly, you know, as, as much of a world-class player as we've always said he is, he's made a few errors, not not least of which was that fucking... How do you not clear that ball? Yeah, I, I think that's one of the things you can just brush under the cover. It, it's, a, it, it's a very bad mistake, but it's a, it's a one-off. It's not something that he's going to be doing repeatedly. It's just... Uh, 
But you know that's it's just that's a very poor mistake. You know, good kicking from South Africa means that's seven of the points. He's been out of position a bit as well. I feel like he's. I don't know, almost, it, you know, well, okay, before we go into that, we've obviously been, yeah, all week people have been saying, what the fuck's Mike Brown doing on the wing? Mike Brown's having a pretty good game. He's one of our better players out there. I I mean, I would be tempted, and this goes against everything you said before before uh, we sent everyone for the anthems. Don't say it. I'm going to say, say it. it because- Hello, mate. Sorry, I lost you there for a sec. It's all right, no one else did. So I was just saying that um, Mike Brown is like the form player right now. And I just think you you, you need that in, at fullback more than than on the wing. On the wing. You know, Daly can slot in anywhere. I don't know. It's probably just freaking out for no reason. But if if South Africa can, can maintain this tempo, you've got to be, you've got to be so solid at the back. Um, and does Daly just not have enough experience playing fullback? Maybe I mean international football is a tough one. He's it's it, it, the game's very loose. Um, we, what we need to do, we, we need to take more control of the breakdown. Yeah, we, I mean, we need to slow it down more. Which is clearly um, what Eddie was thinking at thirty-five minutes when he took Nikosheque off and brought on Brad Shields at uh, in the second row. I yeah, that's, um, I mean it means uh, that he's committing. It means he is committing to having. Well, it pretty much means he's committing to having Rob Shaw on for the full 80 now because that option to change him's kind of gone. You've got Nathan Hughes still available, but I just don't see Billy, you know, he's still coming back from injury. I don't see him lasting 80, so therefore you need Nathan Hughes to replace Billy. Yeah, it's... Um, Billy's been a little quiet, actually, hasn't he? Yeah, he had a great first couple of touches, uh, and then and then yeah. But I think that's more down to the fact that South Africa have just suddenly put so much pressure on England, and they're not quite sure. They don't seem quite sure what to do with it. It's um, yeah. I, I don't, mate. I must admit, I got caught a bit off a bit off guard by it because I I just when we were twenty four three up, I'm like, yes, lads, we're back. This is it. This is the boys of old, and. And then this happened, and I did. I wasn't really. I know this sounds weird. I'm just watching it almost in shock, not really sort of understanding why it's happening. Yeah, I mean, Fafter Clerk obviously is is bossing the the game at the moment, and, the, and he's creating so much pace. I mean, this is this is a, a, a this is very interesting to to see because you know this is what we need from a scrum half. Obviously, forwards have got to win that quick ball, and we probably would have it. I'm not saying our scrum halves can't do that, but you know, it, he's just creating the pace. Um, and then you've obviously yeah. got guys that just, you know, so rapid anyway. Um, England may be falling slightly into the the trap of just trying to slow things down rather than, and we do need to slow them down, but, but maybe England just not, I don't know, you know, in the early stages when we were scoring all the tries, we were the, we were playing at pace um, and, and catching them by surprise. Um, and they've just done the same thing back to us. So I guess it's pretty level at the moment. I mean, I know they're just ahead. Yeah, that kick at the end was a really good thing. I, I think that just perks up the boys a little bit. It's it's set, two set, points, isn't it? Yeah, it, settle things nothing. down a bit. It's nil-nil, start again kind of thing. It's obviously not, but you know, it, you can come back out and say, right, we need a new, a new half rugby. I guess one of the questions is, will South Africa have that in them for another 40 minutes? Yeah, we know I, England's I capable of. This but, South Africa team, I don't know yeah, enough about. about. Uh LaRue is quality. 
Yeah. And but we've known that. I mean, we've seen him in Premiership for lots of season. He's just an absolute legend, fat player as well. Um, yeah, mate, it's going to be interesting. But let's go back. Let's go back. Have a look. Um, I'm going to go and have my second beer, so I'll be absolutely smashed by the time it's full time. Mate, you're already smashed. We'll, uh, got- we'll catch you in the second. We'll catch you at the end of the uh, end of the game, guys. And um, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully we're we're ahead, and hopefully by a bit more than two points. But um, we'll, we'll take we'll take whatever kind of win we can get. Let's just uh, let's just hope that's what we're going to be talking about in a few minutes' time. <laughs> Guys, uh, welcome back. Uh, oh dear, uh, Dan. Mate, it, it, we're getting we're getting too dangerous territory here with England at the moment. Um, there's there's just there's not that winning mentality about them. Uh, when we went twenty four three up, I was like, yes, here we go. As soon as South Africa started getting back in it, I didn't think we'd win, and that's real worry because before I'd never had that thought about them. Mm. It's a, it's a it's a it's a difficult one because if we're looking at it in terms of you know uh, results and and getting W's, um, there are some obvious areas that that you can kind of put the result down to um, you know a- areas where England where England made huge mistakes costing them points um, that that you can't sort of say South Africa had the same thing so you know discounted things things like. And I know it's not. I know that you know the rest of his game was great, but things like the Elliot Daly, you know, kind of balls up when when you know he should have cleared the his lines. Um, yeah, of course, if he managed to clear it, twenty two, maybe it goes back into South African possession, and maybe they come back and score the try anyway. But you know, little I things mean, like that, you have to. Happen. They do those happen. Things. No, no, they do happen. But but when they happen, they can lose your games. Yeah. Um, and and so so I'm trying looking at this uh, looking at it from a you know trying to look at the positives you know a really strong 20 minutes um, a, a really strong kind of last eight minutes mm-hmm. um, and I you know the whole time I was kind of screaming at the at the screen saying please don't kick it run it run it and every time they did that every time they decided you know what we, we're out of time we have to run it they made ground. You know, yeah. putting people like Johnny May into space, you're always going to have an opportunity. Um, but if you just kick the ball straight down the South Africans' throats, and then they do, you know, and the trouble, the trouble is, we struggled because South Africa put us under so much pressure because they were play, playing quick ball. But they weren't playing quick ball and kicking it; they were playing quick ball and running it and running it and running it. You know, and and that was the that was where England sort of struggled. But also, that's where South Africa struggled in the first twenty. So it really frustrated me that. We kind of went through this phase of if we get the ball and we're not in their half, we should kick it away. Mate, when we're losing, and I said this in the Six Nations, actually, we, we, if the game plan first 20 minutes was to kick, you're right. We just carry on doing it. There's no sense of urgency. I, I, it's something I've thought for England for a while. Just, you know, like you say, they'll kick. And it's like, no, sometimes you do need to change your game plan. If you're chasing the game, you need to take more risk. Yeah. You but, can't but just is it, is it a risk? Step. Is it a risk if running the ball, you know, is getting you points and and and? Um... No, that's what I mean. They should be running it more. Yeah, but like, what I'm saying is, it, is but it's not about taking risks if 
if that if that's if your kicking game's not working, but your running game is, then actually running the ball isn't taking a risk. It's doing the thing that you seem to be best at. It's you know what I mean? It's yeah. a bit bizarre to sort of, you know, if that is the the the, men, the, the thought process to think no, we kick it for safety because you kicking game shit. <laughs> like I, you know, there was there. One of Elliot Daly's big problems, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm not actually picking on him here, this is a positive, but uh, unfortunately in South Africa and, and at altitude, he's got such a big boot anyway. Um, the trouble is, is he, you know, he, he just taps the ball and it goes too far, like you know, like the kick that he put through. I mean, anywhere else in the world, that kick would have probably been an absolute gem. Right. It's like he's fucking Superman sometimes, um, isn't he? Is, is he the right man for 15? Is that, is that the, yeah, the, is that the think, right position so. for him in the England setup? And uh, and even over Anthony Watson when Anthony Watson's back, I think so. Mm. I, I, he's the problem is is if Eddie wants him at fifteen, he needs to commit now because yeah. you did really? notice positionally there were a couple of times sort of maybe caught out. Yeah, hundred percent. He's needs... still he's still he's still getting a feel for it, and you know he's not playing fullback week in week out for club, is he? No, no. Well, so, no, he plays anywhere for Ross, really. Well, yeah, but but so do you know what I mean? Like, you, if, if he's going to be your fullback, ideally, you want him to be fullback for Wasps because you want him to have that from a positional point of view. You know, from a from a kind of fullbacks rugby brain point. Don't of get Wasps have Willie Larue. Well, no, I know. So he's not going to. But that's kind of my point. So he's he's not going to be the Wasps fullback. So do we want to commit to have? Yeah, that's we want. Don't get me wrong. We want him on the pitch. There's no question oh God, he's yeah. a vital part of the England setup. I just wonder whether it's a mistake to have him at fullback when, for example, when you've got an Anthony Watson who is playing fullback for club. Uh, yeah. So it's I I don't know why, and and I I need to think this through a bit more at some point. But to me, I'm more comfortable with Elliot Daly at fullback, even though at the moment I say Anthony Watson is more knowledgeable fullback. Yeah. I just think Elliot Daly could end up being an absolute world-class fullback. I think the thing is, he's I mean, gonna, he's a world-class. I was going to say, I think the thing is, whatever position, and you're right, Eddie needs to commit. England needs to commit to where he's going to play. But I think whatever position they choose, is he, he'll be world-class. I mean, he, we haven't seen him at 13 for England. Clive Wilbur no. loves to talk about how 13 is his best position. I'm not quite sure how he knows that, or, or you know. Well, he just when, when, it. when Elliot Daly was mainly sort of on the scene at Wasp at 13, he was absolutely. Bossing it, he he was tearing defence apart. I I really rated him as a thirteen. So let me uh, put this to you: I would be tempted, and and I thought that Henry Slade had a good game, but I would be mm. tempted to try daily at thirteen. I know this is not what we're doing on tour, but I kind of feel like we still don't know yet. And I know this goes against what you said beforehand, but I'd be tempted to try daily at thirteen and put Cipriani at the back in the next test. Yeah, or, 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 or even, or even Mike Brown. You know, if if you want, just Mike, based Mike on Brown today's right, just yeah. based on today's performance, I think you know Eddie Jones has always kind of talked about Mike Brown as being his safety net, and you know if Mike Brown can play the way he did today, next week and the week after, then I would then, then maybe Mike Brown goes to the back where perhaps Anthony Watson is the future. And I'd Mike do, Brown deserves a place in the team right now. Oh, and, and he'll be involved again next week. Um, yeah. But I, I wonder whether he's better off at the back, where he knows that position better than anyone else. Brown pants does know it pretty well, doesn't he? He's. Uh... But if they do that, you, you Daly needs to be on the pitch, and I'm not sure that sticking him on the. I think feel like, I always feel like putting him on the wings a bit of a, 
a waste. I mean, he's been brilliant to, yeah. for us on the wing before, so I wouldn't be that worried. But I'd like to see him at 13. I'd like to see what he can do in an England shirt at 13. And 13 is another position that England's just not quite, hasn't quite nailed down yet. You know, there are lots of options, which is kind of bad just outside of a World Cup. But, you know, one of, yeah. one of those options is a world-class player. So why not try it? Yeah, it's, uh, no, no, I actually like the sound of that. I'd, li- I'd like to see him at 13. And Farrell, thought... Farrell Bailey, that could be, that could be tasty. Plus, yeah, I, I agree. I think that'll be quite good. I think Ford has kept his place at 10. Yeah, he's done Mate, well Defen- defensively. It's brilliant. Yeah, defensively was, was mixed again, but I think you kind of have to accept that probably most fly halves are, are, are not going to knock back a number I eight. I 100% disagree with this because obviously as a 10 myself, and I just used to smash people and stop. I've seen you play a few times. I don't times. think it happened once. Yeah, I've never seen but, you smash anyway. But I 100% disagree at this level. His defence isn't good enough. He needs to have one-on-one sessions. He he needs to address that, and it needs to be done fairly urgently. And oh, it, yeah, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I wasn't saying I wasn't saying that I'm okay with him lacking in defence, and I'm still not convinced that he's necessarily <coughs> the go-to long term. Uh, but I agree with you that he performed well today, but still not defensively. And it, and it yeah. is an issue. But but he wasn't bad, was he? Am I missing? No, I don't, no, he no, wasn't yeah. bad. There was just there was just a cut. The trouble is, at fly half, you and as supporters, you you see everything the fly half does. It's all yeah. very much in the open, so you don't miss anything. So when he misses a tackle, and unfortunately, it's when a you know a nine foot fucking giant decides to pick up from the back of the scrum and run at him. Um, you go, what's wrong with you? How did you miss that? And it's like, well, the guy was three times the size of him. So these things happen, but. And we've got to You've got to Johnny. Just, well, Johnny and Owen, <coughs> and you have to find yeah. a way. That's the key, isn't it? You find a way. You don't have to. You don't have to put your shoulder down and knock the guy backwards. You have to find a way to get your body in a position that just means he can't go any further. Um, and, yeah, and he's I... usually quite good at that when tracking back, but it's missing that first one and giving them the extra five yards. So here's something. I, here's a question I'm going to sort of ask me out there. England's training sessions have gone on about, I'm digressing just a little bit. Yeah. England's training sessions have gone on about how intense they are, how their fitness, how they've got to be the toughest. If it's in, I, is that at the cost of skills? I, I just think that we're not that sharp on the skills front. And I worry, I don't know, I have, I have no idea, but I worry over training sessions, they're not allowing sort of analysing player by player. So Ford, for example, saying, do you know what? In attack, because mate, some of the passes he finds are absolute world class. I don't mean there's another ten in the world that can do it, including Bowden Barrett. But he's doing it. Yeah, he's doing that. But is it then saying, <laughs> right, he's got that nailed, but his defence hasn't. We need to put in a training regime for his defence, or you know, for someone else. Uh, you know, we need to put in a training regime for their rucking or whatever. Yeah. Are we are we not focusing enough on the skills and just doing too much on? Let's beast ourselves. Let's become the, you know, the hardest, the best, the fittest. That's why I'm robbing the fittest. But this is, this is shit. Yeah. Just I mean, look, fit, shit I, we, we, part, part of our job <coughs> doing this podcast <coughs> is to make excuses. Um, they're playing at altitude. It, it was always going to take, you know, take its toll. These guys all the train. I wasn't going to go there. I didn't. I didn't. Think, <laughs> it was a football I, instead of a record ball. I, I, I did think there were a few slightly uh, dodge, dodgy decisions, but but England made so many errors that were correctly identified. I kind of think, well, if you're going to be that 
that bad, then the refs the refs not going to be able to help but assume you've done it again. Um, Marrow, <clears throat> Sir Marrow <coughs> of a Toje, pardon me, <coughs> Sir Marrow of a Toje. Um, for 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 large portions of that game, it I almost felt like he was a kid on debut, desperate to you know almost like a Johnny May kind of just running around like a headless chicken a little bit. Um, Why know, is he so good for Saracens? I don't moment? know, and even and he never looked. You know, all you talked about it. You know, being all fired up and pumping the air and all that. He didn't. There wasn't any of that. He kind of just looked pissed off the entire time. Um, yeah, there, there does seem to be there does seem to be something in the camp at the moment that's just not quite clicking. They, they don't seem to have that swagger that they had, and fair enough because you lose a few. Of course, you lose that a little bit. Yeah, but uh, it's sort of more than that. They don't seem to have the but like you say that even at the start of the match, there's nothing where they look. No, I'm not saying they don't want it, and they put their bodies on the line. Absolutely, I'm not saying they don't do. They don't look like they really, really want it compared to some other teams, compared to how they were before. They just look like, I don't know, it's almost, it's almost robotic sometimes, I think. Like they're, not not necessarily their play, but it's almost robotic as in the way they conduct themselves on the pitch and sort of personalities. They don't seem to have been given the freedom to really go out there and just be like, let's fucking tear this up, you know, let, let's really have a go at them yeah which is why i want to see Cipriani involved as plumber yeah no i agree i i think the other issue is possibly uh, well i don't actually a Sekwe got taken off and and according to eddie jones it wasn't because he was playing badly it was just because they felt like they needed another back row player because the game was so open they wanted i i thought else. a Sekwe looked like the only one wanting it <laughs> well yeah he was certainly doing the the pumping that you like um yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he was obviously the man that went... Uh, I don't know. I wonder whether... And not obviously on this tour, but I wonder whether Atoje needs to be told, do you know what? You've been great, but you're not guaranteed a place. And actually, we're going to bench you for a while. And I don't Is mean, there I don't a danger? Mean, I don't mean as a, as a finisher, but I mean, one, I mean once you've got your, your, your awesome foursome and, and the likes of Asekwe and others available, maybe saying to Mara Atoje, look, actually, whether it's because you're too tired, because he, he's one guy that hasn't had any rest, um, or whether it's just that you, you don't seem to have that fire in your belly for England, we're going to say if you're not if you're not you know if you're not feeling like you can give England you know everything, then we'll find someone else. And if you want it back, then go and earn it back. Is is there a danger though that we're basing Maris performances on absolute world class performances, and maybe because they're not matching what he's done previously, it might you know it's still acceptable and still worthwhile yeah, uh, of jersey. I know what you mean. I think, though, <clears throat> if Maritoje had done that like once, you'd say, yeah. But we've seen him do it in an England shirt on multiple occasions. So he's capable of doing yeah. it week in, week out. Um, and, and I think at the very least, you want to see that that passion, that fire in his belly. And, and that seems to have been missing for a little while. So either yeah. either he finds a way to get it back because he's he's you remember when when Haskell was kind of first on the scene for England and you always sort of thought he's great when things are going well but he does have a habit of just making silly mistakes and just giving away I mean Mara told yeah, you not, yeah. not only did Mara give away about five of the English penalties five of the penalties but I think all five of them were kickable and and whether they were kicked or missed you know that they they were points they gave away points and it's bad enough giving away 17 penalties in a match but you know, when one of your supposed star players is basically handing the opposition 
15 points through through silly mistakes you know high tackles lying on the wrong side of the ball um you know just just stuff that he's supposed to be kind of really clued up on and you know be one of the best guys in the world at, at positioning and and I don't know. It's it's frustrating, and I'm not saying that there's an obvious solution in 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 the form of someone else. I I think I still think he's our guy going forwards, but but I Let's, do think um, we want to we, we don't want to get into to a situation where we've got guys who seem to be losing that passion, but we're keeping them in because they're just sort of oh yeah no you've got to have him. Yeah, no no, no I agree, and it's 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 not a great precedent <laughs> set. But let's let's let this percolate a bit because next in our podcast next weekend. I mean, you know, chat about it before, but I'd like us to really look at sort of certain things. I don't quite know what yet, but I, and another reason I'm permitting and I'm, I'm in a bit of a party and there's a really hot new barmaid who I want to stare at, but it's, we, we need to look at this performance more. I want to watch this game again because 24 free up, you should not be, you should not only get three more points for the entire game. Oh no, it wasn't three more points for the entire game. Three more points when the game was competitive. Yeah. It, um, I, I'm I'm actually really angry about that. It, it was just yeah, the team was. I mean, discipline is I think the word, the word for the of the of the day, and it's the thing. But we say it every every time England play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm getting sick of it. And do you remember last time we were saying like during the Six Nations, they should almost as a group say, I'm not I'm not saying to this specific example today, but saying if you do this. You'll be dropped if you keep doing this. You'll be dropped because yeah. you are costing us. Well, like Ma- like Mako at the end there, and I, and I know that you could argue that England seemed to get a little fire in their bellies off the back of it. But you know, it was he was just he was just fed up. You know, he was one of the fatties up front. He was tired. Faf the clerk had just done done him again, and he was like, Do you know what? And it was a clear, you know, he just dropped the shoulder on him, and it's like, well, you've got to expect to go in situations yeah. like that. And and this is a test match for your country. You know, you're a professional rugby player. You paid an awful, paid an awful lot of money to do to do this for a living. That should be very easy to not do at this level. Um, and I, yeah, I agree with you. I, there needs to be some some way of just really drilling that in. Yeah, um, and they don't even have to be public, but internally, there needs to be something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not wedges, saying. Yeah, I'm not wedges, saying maybe. Uh, Mate, know, uh, wedges and no chicken wings for a week. And noogies. Yeah. Well. Hey, Bog, oh no, actually, I don't know half of them would fit. He needs to do They need to do something, and, and the, the discipline needs to be dealt with because that is costing them a huge amount. I mean, the pace of the game today was was one thing, um, but you know, to, to 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 enable to have that kind of pace, you need that front foot ball, and you know that I think England are capable. They did it in the first twenty minutes. They're capable of getting that kind of thing again, but the discipline is key because once you start handing handing points away, you kind of. You kind of fold in on yourself a little bit, and I think that's when you end up on you're on the back foot, and it becomes very difficult to climb your way back out. Um, they came close, uh, three points in it in the end. Um, yeah, but it wasn't yeah. close enough. Um, and, it, and, yeah, and, and unfortunately, and I, I think that's not. I think it's still like, makes it close in the level. Um, I don't We didn't hear that bit that last sentence there, mate. I think you. I'm sorry. You, I said. I said. I think the scoreline makes it closer than it actually was. Yeah, um, yeah, but, but, but you know that 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 is what test matches are, and this is four losses on the bounce. So, yeah, five uh, if you include Barbars. Awful lot to do, uh, and and a week to start doing it. Yes, yeah, yeah, and um, but mate, let's knock it. I need to go and stir a fit barmaid and scare her. 
I really hope Sarah's not going to listen to this episode. Um, I don't think she'd be that bothered to give give the excuse she needs, mate. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Cool. And but yeah, let's so, so guys, yeah, we're going to be back next week. We're going to do. We're going to look at this more in depth. We're going to look at the upcoming checking test. So make sure you tune in for that, guys. Um, and yeah, look, it's a shame. It's not the result we wanted. But. No, it's, not, it's certainly not. Well, guys, look, thanks for joining us again for one of our live-ish episodes. Obviously, shortish one this week, but um, we will be back in the week to, as Dan says, go over this one again and look forward to the next one. Um, and we'll be doing all of this again next weekend. Uh, and we'll try and uh, hopefully we'll be bringing you a, a happier story. But, uh, but keep tuning in, um, spread the word, share the love. Um, if you get an opportunity, rate us, review us on iTunes. We're on Acast, we're on Spotify, we're on Twitter, we're all over the gaff. Uh, at England Rugby Pod, Facebook and Twitter. Um, website www.englandrugbypod.com. And you can email us at uh, englandrugbypod at gmail.com. And we'll catch you next week. Cheers, guys. <laughs>